This is the Feel Better Show, brought to you by Brown Bread. White bread is bad for you. And Elsie Comic Corner. Um, 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 da 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 dum. It's the Feel Better Show! This is Feel Better with the Feel Better Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today I am have the pleasure to have a good friend of mine, Luke, who hosts the amazing podcast, LC Comic Corner. Luke, please give yourself a quick introduction. Hello, my name is Luke. As mentioned, I am, I am the host of LC's Comic Corner, and I'm very excited to be here. I, I love the show. So. Introduction. So today we have Luke. We're going to be talking about non-Marvel and non-DC comic movies. And uh, since this is more your forte, because uh, I believe you are in love with Valiant Comics, correct? I, I love Valiant Comics so much. They are the best publisher when it comes to comics. So. Well, they are the number three comic publisher behind Marvel and DC. And they actually have a better uh, gallery of heroes. And their stories are much better from uh, the one comic I read. Uh, which one was that? Which one have you um, read? It was, uh, was it an Exo Man of War, I believe. I, I can't tell oh, I you. I can't tell you which uh, which issue I read. I just went in, and my friend who owned a comic book shop, he's like, "Here, try this. Tell me what you think." And I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, it was a fun story. Well, first off, sounds like a very good friend. You should uh, <laughs> you should definitely stay friends with him. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I love Exoman. Was actually my favorite Valiant character, so it's really cool that, uh, that that's the one that he introduced you to. And yeah, no, I, I love Valiant Comics very much. They, they are brilliant. What is it about Valiant Comic that you actually love? Uh, the, the, the characters, I mean, it's always characters like, uh, they're very creative and, and it's, it's different to, to like the big two. The big two after a while kind of gets quite, quite samey with, with their comics and stuff. Um, and Valiant, it was like a, a breath of fresh air when, when I first got into them and then the way the, the universe is like interconnected. You don't need to read everything, but if you do, it they'll reward you, kind of thing with with the way it's connected and that. And it's just yeah, it's just really cool. I, I really like all the characters and 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 the stories and just all of it. It's it's great. All right, all right. Um, so right now, Valiant is in the process of starting their own cinematic universe, right? Yes, yes, they are. So right now, uh, I did read a little bit of it. Um, I I believe that the one that's moving forward the most is Bloodshot. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And you have uh, the uh, incredibly active Vin Diesel being the lead character, correct? Yeah, the uh, the egg in the vest. Uh, <laughs> yes, the egg in the vest. I uh, I wasn't too too happy about that casting at first, uh, but after seeing how like he is, he's working to get in shape, and and you know. He's really taking the role seriously. I, I'm I'm kind of confident now that, that he's going to do a good job, at least hopefully. So it starts filming at the beginning of August, I believe. All right, so shortly, so, actually. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Now, for people who uh, obviously don't know about Bloodshot, can you give us a, just a quick history of him and who he is and what's his powers and that? Well, uh, I know he was created by a, a writer called Kevin Van Hook around like 93 he's basically a man who has nanites in his blood which allows him to regenerate uh, as long as he has enough protein in his system he can regenerate uh 
he can alter his like physical stand to basically be like faster or stronger or you know whatever he needs in that moment he can like hack into like different computer what networks using the nanites in his blood uh and he basically his whole thing is that he was um tricked and used by a uh organization called project rise project rising spirit who uh basically implanted false memories in him to convince him to uh basically work for them so it's about uh or at least the, i know the first like main series of bloodshot is about him trying to figure out like who he actually is um does he really have a family you know and and try and find out you know like what is actually going on with him and he's he's, he's an interesting character i i like him uh, quite a lot okay so for those i get the vibe that it's somewhat like a wolverine type character from marvel you know yeah he uh he he often gets compared to like a cross between wolverine and punisher mm-hmm. and i don't really disagree i think there is quite a lot of like similarities to be pulled from both of them but he also does you know stand on his own with some some like unique things like the whole nanite thing and, and stuff like that that that's an interesting take uh for a superhero hero to have it so it's like pulling a bit of like cyborg and forge from the uh marvel and dc universe putting it in uh cauldron and adding a bit of wolverine and punisher all together to uh mm-hmm. to make an awesome character yeah to make a like really interesting kind of remix of all those characters uh, I I think it's and it's, it's it tends to be really well done as well the the character himself so has yeah he, I'm excited for the film yeah and do you have any idea what the which uh, kind of like story arc they're planning on doing for the movie uh so from from what I've read because uh, almost every article that comes out about this I'm like I read it like straight away <laughs> um but uh, it's it's. I know there's going to be two villains, uh, and it's kind of pulling more from classic era Valiant. So there was like Valiant in the '90s, and then they went bust, uh, like towards the end of the '90s, and then they uh, kind of relaunched in 2012. So it's pulling more from. I, I think it's pulling from like classic and modern, but more from classic. And I know one of the villains is a character called Act, who is a Psyot, he's like a, a cr- crazy Psyot, and Psyots are basically, in the Valiant Universe, Psyots are like mutants, they they have like powers, basically, like, that. It, I I don't know how, how better to describe it. They're born yeah. with the powers, or they're like genetically altered? So the way it's, it's explained in a, in a series called Harbinger is there are, there's three types of people in the world, there are people with, without powers, there are people with dormant powers, and there are people who are born with their powers. And there's only three people in the world who are actually born with their powers. And they're like the most powerful Psyops. And then most dormant people don't, they, their powers won't activate. And the ones that do, it's normally from like a really stressful situation. So there's a character called Toya Harada. Um, and his powers are actually, actually um, activated during the uh, Hiroshima bombing. Okay. So like it's it's quite interesting and and this is kind of relevant as well because uh, as part of the deal that Valiant have with Sony, uh, the next film they'll be making is a Harbinger film. Uh, so so you know that's that's all this Psyot stuff and that explains why they'd want a Psyot villain in the Bloodshot film to kind of like tie them together. Yeah. In in Harbinger, just just to kind of explain what that is, Toya Harada, he is activating 
he, he has a method of activating dormant psyops, but there's a three out of four chance that they will die, and only a one out of four chance that they will actually like get their powers and survive. Well, uh, so a... he's kind of like the villain of the series. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so I did read that they're looking at doing a Harbinger Bloodshot and then Harbinger's War or Harbinger's War. Yeah, so it's a uh, it's a five film deal I think they've done. So they're planning on doing Bloodshot, then Harbinger, then a second Bloodshot film, a second Harbinger film, and then Harbinger Wars to kind of bring the two together um, completely, which is kind of what they did in the comics as well. Uh, so, so it's interesting that they're choosing that for the for the films, and I think that's like quite a good choice for them to go with. So, I don't, I'm uh, if I'm not mistaken, Sony only have the rights to the Bloodshot and the Harbinger characters, and not any of the other Valiant characters. Okay. Uh, so it's not necessarily like a cinematic universe. It's more like a a more closed universe than like the MCU or whatever. Um, but it's still like a, a cinematic universe in its own, but just with these two like sets of characters. Yeah, because I was reading that the Russo brothers may be doing a TV series from off of yes, Valiant. Yes, uh, so so it's a for a series called Quantum and Woody, which is like Valiant's comedy kind of buddy cop series about these two brothers, adopted brothers, Eric and and Woody. I think his name's Eric. If I for, if I've got that wrong, I'm gonna be really disappointed in myself. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, they they basically their, their dad is a scientist, and uh, he disappears one day, and they they're like investigating his work, and they end up getting superpowers. These superpowers also kind of attach these wristbands to them, and if they don't cling them together every uh, twenty four hours, they will disintegrate into like atoms or whatever. Uh, it, it's not explained; it doesn't hang on it too much, but it's. It's kind of a way to keep these two characters together who actually hate each other. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and it makes for some really funny interactions with the two of them. And I think I think a TV show would be like perfect for that kind of thing. Uh, I, I'm, it's just being picked up by a network, I believe. The Russo brothers are producing. And uh, Joel McHale from uh, Community was rumoured to be playing Woody, uh, which would also make sense because obviously the Russo brothers directed quite a few episodes of of community yeah now do you think joel McHale will be a good fit for uh you mentioned woody right oh yeah um honestly i think he would be like a perfect fit to be honest like as long as the writing's good uh, because i had a conversation with uh, a friend of mine the other day about this this same topic and uh uh he was saying you know joel McHale, he's funny when he has a funny script but on his own he's not very funny and, and so i think if if it's written well enough he'd be perfect for woody he, he like you know he, he kind of looks the part he, he acts the part his character and community is very similar to woody uh so i think i think he'd be a good fit although you know it hasn't been confirmed yet and and i think that's been a rumor for a couple of years now so we don't know um but i don't think the tv show would be connected to these sony films at all in the uh, in the comic universe are, does uh, there's a connection? You Woody and uh, uh, sorry, I forgot the other one. Uh, Quantum or Eric? I think his real name's Eric, but Quantum yeah, he or goes Eric? By Quantum. Do they uh, interact with uh, the Harbinger and Bloodshot in that? Uh, no. So Quantum and Woody is one of the series that probably crosses over the least when it comes to like the Valiant universe. Uh, I 
as as far as I've read, because I haven't read every single Valiant thing, not yet anyway, I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> um, but as far as I know, they haven't really crossed over with Bloodshot, any of the Bloodshot or Harbinger characters, so, you know, it wouldn't really make sense if they did decide to, you know, cross them over, because it's like, it would probably be kind of forced and, and not really make much sense, so... I think it'd be better if they kept that as its own isolated thing from these films. So, because I think that would work better. So similar to how uh, DC has their TV version and their movie version is similar with Marvel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and and then if they did that, that would then leave the possibility of maybe if they did want to start their own big universe like the MCU or whatever, they could still use like Quantum and Woody just with different actors. Okay. Now, have you heard any other news about Harbinger uh, casting or story-wise or anything like that? Or are they keeping Um, everything on wrap until uh, Bloodshot is pretty much shot? I know that uh, the script is being written by a writer called Eric Heiser. Um, I don't know if you know who he is. I believe I've heard of him. So he's an Oscar winner. He wrote Arrival, the film. Okay. And then uh, he was asked to come on and write the Bloodshot and Harmonger scripts. And he fell in love with a character called Livewire, who was like a big um, Psyot character. So what Valiant decided to do, which was pretty cool, he, he so he's written the scripts for Bloodshot, but also he loved this character so much that they let him actually write like a miniseries about her. And that was supposed... Uh, I haven't read that yet, um, but apparently it's like one of the best Valiant series that, that they have. So that 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 makes me um, like extra confident that that the uh, Homja film will be really good, and I think because of his love of the character of Livewire, um, she will also pay, play quite a big part in the film. But apart from him writing, I don't really know much about it. I do know that um, they've also just announced that they've hired someone to write a script for a Faith film, and Faith is a Homja character, um, so obviously she she must. Uh, that might spin off out of this film. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but yeah, there's not that much info out um, out about it. To be honest, they they've they kind of keep it under wraps until until they... things actually get going with it, like with Bloodshot, because now that's getting quite a lot of press because obviously it's actually going forward and we'll start filming. You know, next month. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm pulling it up on uh, Nerdist. They have something uh, on that. Vin Diesel will be the Valiant's Bloodshot. Talking about the movie's going to mm-hmm. be helmed by David Wilson. So yeah, I I don't know who that is. Neither do <laughs> I. I'm actually going to get some more information on it. I think he's. I, I think it might be his directorial debut. I think he's done like he's been like a producer or something on on other films, but this is like his first directing. I don't know if that's correct or not. Um, I think that's what I read somewhere, but I might be making it up. I don't know. He seems to be a collaborator with uh, Tim Miller from Deadpool, who's currently in the oh, bin. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it is his first feature, and apparently it will be heavily influenced by cult classic action movies like Robocop, Terminator, Terminator and Total Recall. See, I'm not... I, I don't like the sound of that. I don't like this, that... Uh, I prefer modern back- to classic valiant by quite a lot so the fact that they're pulling from classic valiant and then like, oh yeah it's going to be like these old action films that kind of may- worries me a little bit um you know i'm hopefully it'll it'll go well i no matter what i'm gonna see it at least twice in the cinema like i have to <laughs> so 
are you there do you want it to be an r-rated do you want it to be pg-13 what what for this character uh, i don't know if, if if bloodshot's the character correct uh-huh okay for this character would it be better suited to be r-rated or i think so if you want like faithful adaptate uh, adaptation like as i've said he's quite often compared to punisher who is very much like an r-rated character there's a lot of blood and violence and gore especially with um with with him and his body as well like uh there is a specific panel that i love so much from a uh, from bloodshot volume 2 where he his arm gets broken in a fight so his bone is like sticking out of his arm and he uses that to stab someone in the neck like his broken bone and that's like the kind of thing i want to see and if it's not r rated obviously you're not going to see that kind of stuff on the screen so so you're telling me this is a good movie to bring my newborn nephew to? Uh, <laughs> if if you're trying to like train him to be a serial killer, then yes. But uh, I don't know why you do that. So probably not. No. All right. So maybe maybe when he's about two or three, I'll I'll, I'll let him watch this movie then. <laughs> yeah, let let him get a couple of uh, ears on him first, and then and then you can let him watch it. Do you have any? Um, so Harbinger. Um, can't pronounce the guy the character's name that you mentioned the uh, i believe he's the japanese yes is that yeah so he's he's actually the villain he's not technically the main character although he does get like quite a big spotlight as he i think he's one of valiant's most interesting characters because he's not he's he's one of the great kind of villains who's not like he has reasons he he wants to do good and he wants to like make the world a better place but the way he goes about it is like wrong obviously is it's violent and he'll do whatever he needs to to uh get what he wants and that's kind of what makes him a villain but he's not you know he's not a straight up villain if if that makes sense like he he he's a bit more gray than black and white yes exactly okay and the same with uh the protagonist of the Honja series he he's also very gray he's done some very pres- uh, questionable things like he's he's used his powers because he can mind control people, so he's used his powers to do some horrible things to people, which I I don't even know if I should mention. Honestly, uh, he he he's not a great person, but he he throughout the Harmja series, he he tries to um, you know improve on himself and and try to do some actual good. So you know, it's up to you whether you think he's a good guy or not. If you think he can be redeemed through his actions or whatever okay do you think with these movies um because somewhat in the marvel universe they did start changing the characters somewhat with the movies coming out do -hmm. you think that's going to be happening with the valiant characters i think they might make peter the the protagonist of of i think they might make him a little bit more heroic like uh because obviously he's done some terrible things uh i think they might not go quite as in in depth into some of the like worst parts of him but uh obviously as i said with bloodshot they're pulling from uh classic the the classic versions of the of uh of of the character which makes me think that they'll probably do the same with harbinger and there's quite a big difference between classic and current valiant and the characters themselves so I don't think it will necessarily be completely faithful to how I see these characters as I see them as the modern versions. But I think it will 
it will be faithful to a mix of modern and classic, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I hope so, because I don't want them just completely changing these characters. It makes sense. You don't want uh, some characters you've fallen in love with to be uh, uh, PG'd up so that... Uh, yeah, exactly. Now, uh, I'm, I'm... But I, I, I don't think they will, honestly. Okay. I'm looking at a... I'm, I'm believing it's maybe a panel or a picture you have, I believe, would be uh, Bloodshot. I'm guessing he's kind of like a metallic-looking guy with a red circle on his chest. Yeah, so his skin is like ash white. Yeah, it's okay. very, very white. And then over his right shoulder, there's a wolf with a red circle around his eye. Oh, that's a bloodhound. Okay, and then you have a female figure with a light source at the middle, and there's lightning that seems to go up and down her arms, and no hair. Oh, I, I don't know who that is. Uh, from description, anyway. If you sent me the picture, I could possibly tell you, but... At let's, the moment, I have no idea. Let's see if I can do this on the Discord. Are we able to send photos on Discord? Yeah, there's an, a little attachment thing. I, I, I'm again, I'm disappointed in myself that I can't go from the description and be like, oh yeah, that's this person. I should, I should know this. Just took the picture. Let's see, sent it in the chat. Mhm. Let's wait for this to pop up. Did I send it? Uh, it oh, hasn't. So. Ah, I have to press the send button. That would oh, help. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, right, okay, so that's from, um, that is from Bloodshot Reborn, um, a series, it's written by Jeff Lemire, uh, if you know who Jeff Lemire is, I don't know how into you are. Um, I, I have a, I, I love comics, but I don't know specific artists or, uh, or writers. Right, so Jeff Lemire is, is in my top three writers, like, I think he's brilliant, and that was before I was into Valiant, so, um. And and he he did a run on Bloodshot Bloodshot Reborn, which was the second run in like since the twenty twelve reboot. Okay. And I haven't read that yet, so so I don't know who that is. Okay, then that make that's fair. That's why you wouldn't understand the description uh-huh. of the character. Indeed. So you got to let me off on that one. I will. I'll allow it, uh, since uh, obviously Valiant has a lot of comics that you need to catch up on. Exactly. I'm about halfway through what they've released since the reboot so i'm getting there all right all right now for harbinger who do you see or who would you want to see play uh the uh, main villain and the uh, main protagonist i'll tell you what i actually have this written down is is that sad that i've like fan casted not at written all it down not at all as i <laughs> okay, roll my good. eyes uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's have a look because I, I remember I, I I don't remember the guy's name. I remember what he looks like. Um, he was in a show that I really liked uh, called Altered Carbon. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, Netflix. I love that show. Are you talking about the main oh, the main guy? Uh, yes, but there was like two different versions of him, wasn't it? Yeah, you had the Asian uh, or Pan-Asian character, and then you had yeah. the, uh, the, the cop version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I've lost it. I can't believe I've lost it. Please tell me it hasn't deleted. I, I wouldn't I will, be able uh, to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> We're on I mean, two different. Could, but <laughs> We're on the different know. side of the pond, man. You're on one side. I'm on the other. <laughs> yeah, it's. Oh, mate, this is. I am not happy. I'll tell you that now. Where is it? Damn. Uh. Okay. Well. Uh. I think for the main character Peter Stanchek, um, 
I think uh, Ty Sheridan would be quite a good choice. I like him. I like. I don't like some of the newer stuff he's done. Like he was in Ready Player One. He was the main character in Ready Player One. If you've seen yeah. that, I think he'd be a pretty good Peter Stanchek. Like he's a good actor, and uh, you know what? From what I've seen him in, he he's uh, yeah he's he's talented. He's got range. He's in he's in a uh, Stanford uh, the Stanford Prison Experiment. Oh yes, that movie was messed up. Yes, exactly. Um, but it, it's really good. I really like that film. Yeah, I'm trying to find this uh, while I'm talking. I'm trying to find the actor that uh, that, that I think should play. He also played a young uh, Cyclops. Yes, he did. I. You know what? Out of all the superheroes in the last like twenty years, I think that's the only one I haven't seen yet. Apocalypse. You're 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 not missing much. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it's very out. So, average at um, best, yeah, it is. His name is Will Yun Lee, the uh, actor that I think should play Toya Harada. He he played. He is the uh, he's Takeshi before he became before he changed bodies, basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think he'd be a really good, really good Toya Harada. You know, I I really liked him in in Old Carbon. So so yeah, I and if I'm honest, I don't know that many Asian. Uh, actors so yeah they, they uh, don't have that fair uh, representation in uh hollywood so exactly yeah okay what other characters would be in the harbinger or would you see in this movie uh so probably the main main group which are called the renegades which is like basically in in the homage series peter rebels against toy harada and goes and starts activating sites of his own okay and uh, that includes Faith, who is obviously getting her own film. Uh, a character called Flamingo, who is a stripper who who gets fire powers. Who would have guessed um, a girl named Flamingo would be a stripper? <laughs> uh, that's that's her code name, by the way. I just I just oh, okay. That's like, <laughs> not her real name. That's not her, stri- that her name. I, I thought that is weird. Is that her stripper name or just her co-name in the as um, a? I assume it, I I think if I remember rightly that was her stripper name. Um, and then she like used it as like an empowerment thing, like oh, I'm gonna go buy flamingo now because that's what I went by when I was getting naked for money. So, <laughs> uh, and then there's a guy called John Torkelson who goes by Talk. Um, he's this like trucker guy uh, who I think has like cerebral palsy or something, uh, where he can't use his legs. And um, Peter activates him, and and his power is basically he projects this like telekinetic body around him of like what he thinks is the ideal man which is like this this huge jacked uh Arnold like Schwarzenegger guy with the trucker hat yeah that kind of thing um and he's very like sexist and offensive um, would have thought a trucker who was offensive mm. but the thing is it's like he it it's it kind of comes from the place of well he was kind of like neglected and he hasn't really like up. he's lived indoors for like his whole life because he's you know disabled. So it it's you know he finally gets his freedom and and goes from having like no power and like being very weak and frail to being like this super powerful thing. It like it it yeah you know that would mess with your head really. Yeah, it would be. It's it's understandable so. that he would be somewhat of an asshole type person. Exactly. And then there's also a character called Chris who um is a she was a childhood friend of peter basically 
she doesn't have any powers. And when I spoke about the terrible things to uh, that he did, basically one of those things is he mind controlled her um, to make her want to have sex with him. But so he essentially raped her pretty much. Well then, um, which not... is yeah, not pleasant at all. But she she decides that she will stay with the renegades to steer him on the right path because he he's like madly in her and she hates him after that because obviously you would but she wants to you know make him use his powers for good and and he'll he he'll do like whatever she says so so she's kind of the um, conscience of the group yes and, and she's she's also kind of brains of the group she's quite smart and i know that i i'm not a fan i don't like her as a character but she is like a she is an interesting character and, and she's important to the team okay. so that's like the cool uh, renegades group and then obviously you've got the Valentoria Harada and his Harbinger Foundation which ha- all have like all different sorts of psyops. Um so uh, specifically Livewire she, she starts off in the Harbinger Foundation so she'll probably play quite a big part in the film as well she has really interesting abilities well, um, would... she, she can control technology to like do what she, what she wants and originally um, it's only when she's touching it that, that it will do what she wants. Um, but at some point in the series, she gets like an upgrade um, for a specific reason that I'm not going to spoil. Um, and then she can like do almost anything with technology. Like it's crazy what she can do. In fact, in a current event that's going on right now called Harden Wars 2, the government do some really shady shit to her. Um, I don't want to give away too many details, obviously. Uh, and she reacts by uh, causing the whole of the US to have a blackout because she can do that because she's that powerful. God damn. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Remind me not to piss her off. <laughs> I like my technology. I don't need it to be disappearing on me. Exactly. How are you going to make podcasts when uh when she's blacking out the whole of the US? Well, since I'm in Canada, I I hope she doesn't hit the Canada, but you never know. Sometime. Oh no, I th- I think I think she got Canada as well, so Oh, <laughs> even better. Uh, unlucky. Yeah, jeez. Guess I'm going to have to go across onto the pond. Yeah. Yeah, just just come over. Here. We've got plenty of uh electricity for you <laughs> you you mentioned that you had uh, kind of fan casted the harbinger uh, type movie you got we have the main two did you think of anybody else who you would want to see in uh in the thing like you mentioned <sighs> faith uh you mentioned uh live wire do you have anybody any characters you would hope to see uh or actresses or actors playing those characters well um a common one that i see for faith it, it's. I think most people are like, please no. Uh, people. A lot of people say Rebel Wilson, um, and I'm with the people who say please no because please no. <laughs> I, I don't want that at all. You're not a fan uh, of Rebel I, Wilson. I, I mean, she. She just plays the same character in everything, really. She's just fat Amy in everything. So. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I can see that. I'll tell you what. I just found my uh, fan casting list. So, okay, I found it. <laughs> And I realized I, I didn't fill in about half of them. So I'm going to go off the, off the top of my head here. I mean, I think for a lot of these characters, I mean, they're quite young. So, uh, and obviously for young actors, they don't tend to be quite well known. I, mm-hmm. I think for a lot of these characters, you'd probably get like some quite unknown uh, actors and actresses to uh, to play them. I think, uh, so, so like... Uh, for example, Faith, I I have no idea. I can't think of anyone that I think, oh yeah, she'd be great to play Faith. Okay. For someone like Talk, oh damn, this is hard. Like, off the top of my head, because 
I keep going, they're not going to get like top tier actors. You're not going to see like Tom Hanks. I don't know why I went with Tom Hanks, but you're not going to see like Tom Hanks and like, like Vin Diesel was like kind of the... The biggest they're going to get? Yeah, realistically. I mean, uh, I haven't mentioned this yet, but I think it was around like a year ago. Uh, Dave Bautista announced on Twitter that he was going to be playing a character called Eternal Warrior. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening with that. But he's he's supposed to be playing Eternal Warrior in a film about Eternal Warrior. Damn. Do you like that all young. Do you like that casting, uh, Batista as Eternal Warrior? Um, I think he's got the size. The thing about Eternal Warrior, he his look is quite iconic. He has three scars over his face and then long hair. Batista with hair? No, <laughs> not happening. Yeah, no, no. He uh, he's he's got his role as a short. Short hair, big muscles, that's him. Exactly. Um, so, you know, I think if he does end up playing uh, Eternal Warrior like he's supposed to be, then uh, I think they're just going to be like, yeah, he doesn't have any hair. <laughs> Which is you... sad because that's like the iconic, that's like one of the most iconic things about him. Like, Maybe so... they'll give him a crew cut. Yeah, well, that's the sad thing. I don't <laughs> want the crew cut. Please, no crew cut. Give him flowing locks. I like it. Like flowing Bucky blonde style. locks? No, flowing brunette locks. We, oh. don't, we don't want to go. That's uh, that's actually a character called Examanowal, which you've read. Yeah, uh, I forgot that you read the issue. He has flowing, flowing blonde locks. So, so yeah. who they're you... both? Pardon? Oh, I was just going to ask who you want uh, Man Exo Man of War to be. Oh, okay. So the funny thing about Examanowal, probably the biggest character, and I've heard nothing about a film for him, which makes which is very surprising to me. <sighs> oh damn. If I had anyone to play Exo Man of War, oh, um, let me think. I need to think because, like, Take your time. I'm trying to think who's blonde and would fit the role. Like, blonde and muscly, like, and, of... and then, like, first thing you go to is, is like, what Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, like, I was already... just going to say, why not one of the Hemsworth brothers? Exactly, but he's, he's Thor, and, and, you know, you don't want to re- really want to be kind of stealing from DMC or whatever. Uh, uh, just a little sidebar. What does what does uh DC have against like casting blonde people? I don't as know. The, you know, like Barry Allen's supposed to be blonde. Uh, Aquaman's supposed to be blonde. Neither of them are blonde in the films. I guess they don't feel the need to do it, or they. I think it's more studios. They're looking for the big name stars instead of actually someone who would fit the character properly. Yeah. Like. Like, I love Jason Momoa. He's a great actor. I feel that he could do an okay job as Aquaman. I'm somewhat hesitant. I haven't seen uh, mm-hmm. Justice League, so I can't really comment on how good he is in, uh, in that. But I hear he was one of the better parts of Justice League. Uh, yeah, Justice League was... Eh, it was, like... It was underwhelming. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's the studios that... Uh, unlike uh, Marvel, where the studio kind of goes, do this... But you can, here's your sandbox, play in your sandbox, but make sure you stay in your sandbox. Whereas DC is like, okay, we make mm-hmm. all the decisions, you just tell them point and click. And it just doesn't work for the directors. And that's what I think they're having the biggest problems. They can't actually, they, they look for manpower instead of, or star power instead of the actual f- person that can take on the character. Yeah, yeah. Because when it comes to this, like, you don't necessarily need a big actor. Because the character is the star. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to Aquaman. I'm looking forward to Shazam. But I know they're probably not going to be great. So, I'm holding out hope for Aquaman. Because 
it mm-hmm. I, I have faith in James Wan. Um, yeah. Wan, however you want to pronounce his last name. He he is a good director and he can actually do good stuff if the studio doesn't interfere. That's the biggest problem. If the inter if they interfere, it's you're, you're fucked. Game over. Mm-hmm. And uh, with Shazam, everyone's giving uh, heat about the suit, but. Mm-hmm. I think it's how Billy Batson actually envisions a superhero. He envisions them big muscles, puffy muscles, you know, and that's why he looks like he has like padded suit because that's how the kid envisions the superhero. So I actually like the idea of a padded suit because it, 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 it's more when you're a kid, you're, you're always thinking, Oh, big, big, big muscles. The only person who has big, big, big muscles is the rock or the mountain from the game of Thrones. Like, and you can't have the rock to play everywhere. No, like he already does so many films. Yeah, he plays one type of character. He plays The Rock. Yes, exactly. The Rock in different situations. Pretty much. Well, I have an actor for uh, X-Men for how realistic he is, uh, but I think he'd do a really good job. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of his work. Brad Pitt, I think he'd be a really good uh, X-Men Well, he already he already did show up in uh, the uh, Deadpool movie, so he may be yeah. open. He may be open to doing an actual comic book movie and being the lead in it possibly yeah maybe that'd be that would be so good like get as well for valiant if they did manage to do that what about matt damon can you see matt damon being exo man of war (sighs) he's not rugged enough because the thing is with exo man of war is he's from like 1000 ad uh like he's a visigoth if you don't know who the visigoths are um they were like the barbarian types who the romans yeah, they that was in Gladiator. They had a they had a part in Gladiator. Did they? I think so. The opening scene was uh, Russell Crowe's Gladiator versus the Visigoths, I believe. Oh, that's cool. I, I didn't actually know that. I need to go watch Gladiator again because it's been a long time. It has been. Yeah, uh, I, I Brad Pitt is kind of like he can do like rugged, rugged uh, a bit, whereas Matt Damon is normally quite like straight edged. If that makes sense, like yeah. I don't know if that's just me or not, but. The most rugged he's gotten it would be uh, maybe uh, 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 the Born Identity and that. Yeah, and I and still then he's quite like straight lace. You know, exactly. Now, so yeah. What else? Uh, tell us a bit about uh, Exo Man of War. Like, what are some of his powers? What is his usual stick, if you will? So as as I'm Exo Man of War or Eric of Dacia, um, that's his real name. He he was a Visigoth like around 1000 AD and he is the nephew of King Alaric who I think is an actual person in history uh don't hold me to that but I think he is and basically he's like this he's a crazed berserker like he's a warrior to the 10th degree yeah basically he and yeah uh and and one day he leads like an ambush to these Roman soldiers, except they're not Roman soldiers. They're actually aliens um, called the Vine, and they uh, they abduct him and and the group of Visigoths that he's with, and they basically put them to work as slaves, tending to these uh, gardens like every day with like hardly any food, just very abusive and everything. And uh, these aliens, the Vine, worship a suit of armor called Shanhara, which is the Exo Man of War armor. And uh, ex- the Exo Man of War armor chooses uh, its host, and they keep the Vine keep 
submitting their best warriors to the armor and it just spits them out dead. Oh, so and if they don't... if the So this kills you. If you try to get in the suit and you're not chosen, you're dead. If you're not worthy, basically, then yeah, you, you're dead. But they, they worship this, uh, the Holy Grail kind of thing. And one day, Arik decides that he's he's sick of it and, and they're going to stage an escape. And first thing they do is go to the armor where the Shanhara armor is floating and it chooses Arik as a host, uh, as its host. Uh, and then he, basically they man- they like shoot their way out. Uh, but everyone dies apart from Arik because he has this near indestructible armor. Um, and when he returns home, he finds out he is now in the year 2000. Oh, 2012, sorry. Okay. Uh, so he's like uh, gone to the future somehow. And and the reason the concept interests me is so, so much is like, what would happen if you gave the most primitive man uh, the most advanced weapon? Like, like how would that work? And uh, what's interesting about that is, you know, instead of always shooting whatever, this, this suit can like create constructs out of like energy and he cre- he often creates like an energy sword but it's like you could create so much more with that but obviously because he's not like creative enough because he's from like a barbaric time that's what he chooses to do with the suit and i think that's really interesting that is kind of an interesting premise for a movie or even a comic book um mm-hmm. now since this is you you mentioned Exo Man of Warriors. They're kind of their flagship. Uh, they're Spider Man, they're Batman or Superman type for Valiant, yes. right? If someone was going to jump in, would you suggest they start uh, jump into the Valiant world? Would you say the what Exo Man of War, which Bloodshot, which Harbinger would you suggest they start with? As in, like which runs? Yeah, they start with? if they're going to, because you know Vin Diesel is playing Bloodshot. Where would you say they should begin to get familiar with the Bloodshot character in the Bloodshot universe? So, if you don't know anything about the character of Bloodshot, um, start with the 2012 series Bloodshot. It's written by a guy called Dwayne Swarsky or something like that. Something along those lines. That kind of tells the origins of Bloodshot. It's not my favorite series because... I don't actually know why it's not not my favorite, but you know you need to if if you don't know anything about the character, it's a good place to get a grasp on the character and, and learn about him. Also, Jeff Lemire's uh, Bloodshot Reborn is supposed to be amazing. I haven't quite got to it yet, as I mentioned, um, but that's supposed to be so good. So definitely, uh, you should read that. And a book I have read, a book called The Valiant, which is possibly my favorite comic, um, is it very much it, it does a lot to develop the character of Bloodshot. Um, so if you are interested in Bloodshot and also the wider Valiant universe, uh, the book called The Valiant would be a good place to go. Did you ask where, where should people start for Harbinger? Yeah, Harbinger and uh, Exo Man of War. So for Harbinger, um, again, the 2012 series, it, it, it tells the story of uh, the two main characters, basically Peter Stanchek and Toy Harada, um, the quote-unquote hero and villain of the series, depending on how you see it. And it, it will tell you, like, it, it progresses into getting the team together and then trying to take down Toharada. So that is definitely, and that is a brilliant series. I do really enjoy that series. And and again, with Exo Manual, um, just the 2012 series, you know, when Valiant rebooted it in 2012, um, you know, they, they restarted the whole universe. So they, they had to retell the origin and, and they did it in a really 
cool and, and interesting way. And in fact, uh, that run of XO Man at War, the 2012 run, is probably my favourite ongoing series. It's not ongoing anymore, but it's like my favourite series um, in Valiant. Probably it's very interesting. You know, it tells the, the origin of X Man at the beginning and then goes into like, you know, what does this man do when everyone he know, he knew is now dead and he's on a, a world that he that is his home but he's unfamiliar with it and it's just about him dealing with that and obviously learning about this suit of armor and using it to you know kind of get what he wants the the interesting thing about the valley it's not really heroes and villains it's just people people with agendas trying to to achieve you know achieve their goals the way they do it or what the goals are vary and, and can affect your viewpoint on it but at the end of the day I don't think any of them would call themselves heroes if they were real people, and I don't think, you know, the company would necessarily call them heroes either because it, it is they are all very like grey. There's they they're very human characters because of it because you know they're not all good, they're not all bad, they're kind of somewhere in the middle. Now we're coming to a close uh, very shortly. Uh, Look, would you like to uh, plug your uh, your Anything at all, actually. Uh, I would, actually. So, I, I obviously, I previously mentioned I have a podcast, Elsie's Comic Corner. We talk all about comics. If you've enjoyed listening to me talk about comics, which, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> uh, uh, then definitely go check that out. I, I host that with two friends. We talk about all, all things comics. I often talk about Valiant because I, I, I am a Valiant fanboy, I have to admit. So, you know, go check that out. We also have a, a Twitter account for that at lc underscore comic corner i have my own twitter at lc underscore comics and i would also like to plug um i'm starting a new podcast oh really called yes i'm very excited about um we have recorded a a couple of episodes of this it's a podcast it's me and my girlfriend basically we talk about uh it's about her trying to catch up with everything nerdy because if something's nerdy i'm probably interested in it you know comics films TV, anime, like figures, you know, all sorts. We talk about all sorts, and it's kind of about her trying to catch up and, and watching all these things. And you know, I think it makes for quite an uh, interesting podcast. So uh, I'm not sure when this is going out, but by the time this is out, I think we might have at least one episode out. It's called The Nerds Apprentice. You can follow the Twitter at nerds underscore app underscore pod. And yes, I think I think that's everything. So I, I really I like, hope so. I really like your idea of uh, your, you and your girlfriend and you she being your nerd apprentice. I have to ask you because I'm mainly the nerd in my relationship as well as I run a podcast mm-hmm. about movies. Do you have to give your girlfriend an update every single time a new t- uh, comic book movie comes out before you go see it? Oh, uh, I think. I like I just automatically do it. I'll just be like, Oh yeah, this is kind of, let's go see it and she's like, Yes, okay. <laughs> like it's kinda of, it's kinda of like she she she's definitely embraced it quite a lot, which it, which I do really like and now we 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 can be nerds together. So. The perfect relationship. So, so good. Exactly, yeah. I'm glad you agree. If my girlfriend didn't like uh, comic book movies or movies in in general, I don't think I'd probably still be dating her. <laughs> yeah, un- understandable really. Like, I, I can't fault you on So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please make sure you check out LC Comics Corner. It's a great podcast. Uh, they have great interaction, and the two uh, other hosts are just play off Luke very well and aggravate him to no end. <laughs> um, it's very, it's, that is scarily accurate, yes. Yeah, I just finished listening to your uh, your awards podcast. Uh-huh. 
and your your latest one and i don't think harrison uh did you very fair saying that uh who did he keep saying for every nearly every single uh etta candy oh yeah Har- yeah etta candy for everything honestly like i i was not happy with that at all i wanted real on and he just kept getting, giving me etta candy so i have to say if you want yeah. to to feel the interaction that these guys have do listen to that episode i think it's one of the better uh well considering i listened to only three episodes so far it's it's my favorite episode mm-hmm. so far um, oh really okay yeah that, just just simply because listening to harrison's his his podcast that he has but also how your harry just seems to always eat his mic as well and you guys yeah. <laughs> you yeah. guys and we're just like what are you doing yeah like, so please stop it shows your uh, your friendship and also the how how well you guys just bond over and bounce off each other. That that's the uh-huh. episode I really enjoy and just everyone's pushing each other's buttons. Cool. I'm I mean I'm I'm really glad you you said that that you enjoyed it. So that's cool. So again, you can find us here at the Feel Better Show on all social media at Feel Better Show. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, the website should be hopefully up by the time, which is thefillbettershow.com, where you can obviously get all the uh, podcast stuff as well as the social media. Please make sure you do go and follow LC Comics uh, uh, Corner on their Instagram. Uh, you, you have an Instagram, right? No, we, we have Twitter, um, and I have a YouTube channel where I also talk about comics. So if you want to check that out, I didn't plug that, actually. You should uh, have plugged so it. Best. You were plugging crazy on Harrison, but not on me. What is this? Yeah, I know. Well, I, I'm I'm sorry. I uh, I apologize. Uh, it's a uh, LC Comics on on YouTube. So if you want to check it out, I haven't uploaded it in a while because uh, my laptop's messed up basically. But I should be back on that soon. So Excellent. go subscribe. I'll make sure to put all the links in the uh, show notes down below. And uh, Luke, thank you so much for uh, staying up late and uh, being on the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Um, 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 da, 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 dum. It's the Feel Better Show! This is Feel Better with the Feel Better Show. Feel better.